Hey, everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Talking USMLE podcast. My name is Dr. Paul. If this is your first time visiting, let me take this opportunity to welcome you to the show. Whether you're in pre-med, med school, or you're just looking for some tips on productivity, inspiration, motivation, and becoming successful, you're in the right place. Before we dive in, please do me a huge favor and let us know how we're doing by leaving us a rating. Five stars if you're enjoying the show. Let's not waste any more time. Let's dive in to today's episode. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode. My name is Dr. Paul. I'm here with Dr. Stavros. Today, we're going to be answering some of your awesome Reddit questions, which we are seeing a ton of. We want to make sure you get some great answers to these, so glad you're tuned in. Before we dive in and get started, do us a huge favor. Hit that like button. While you're at it, subscribe, set up notifications so that we can let you know every time we release another one of these videos. All right, so today we're going to talk about a few questions that you, the med student population, have submitted. So we've got three I think we're going to go over. So Dr. Styros, do you want to do the first one or would you like me to do the first one? Um, I'll take the first one. Go uh, for it. All right. So, serious. How screwed am I? Did I bomb my sub I and ruin my chances at getting LOR? By written by Chisholm Keone. Hey guys, I'm sorry if this is being overly dramatic, but given that with COVID-19 and the limited time slots to do a sub I, I'm wondering how screwed I am if I can do anything to salvage whatever chances I have left. Essentially, I'm on my family medicine sub I. And I got feedback from one of my fellows that at least one of the attendings said that my notes suck, particularly the planned part of my soap, and that my presentation skills are rusty. This feedback came as a shocker, as during third year, I always got praised on my notes, but I'll admit presentations have always been a challenge for me. I've been on my sub-I for a week and a half, and I have two and a half weeks left, altogether four weeks. Yes, we know that. And I'm wondering if this impression I've made has blemished any chance I would have of getting LOR. Good, great. Thanks for hearing me out. Want to jump on May board? I? May I? Yeah, please, please, please. Uh, Chisholm, Keone, I'm going to make your life super easy right now. You've got feedback, and the good thing is you are still in the rotation. So here's what you are going to do. Number one, you are going to find out who provided these, this negative feedback and you're going to go see them and you're going to say, Hey, uh, not, Hey, you're gonna say, hi, doctor. Um, I received some feedback based on my notes and my presentation skills that I have room for improvement. I'm hoping you could tell me what deficiencies I have and what you think I could do to improve and then listen to what they say and then implement it. This isn't rocket science guys. You guys are all losing your minds over negative feedback. Who cares? This is your chance to get good. The bad thing would be to just keep doing what you're doing or to shy away from doing anything at all. Here's yeah. what you got to do. Nice. Take the feedback, implement it. And then after a couple of days, say, just go reach out to the same people and say, Hey, did you notice any improvement today? Do you notice any improvement today on my notes on my, uh, my presentation? That's all you got to do. Listen, you're not going to be crucified for being poor at presenting. Your notes aren't great. Or if you're just not, you know, making the right diagnoses, but you will be crucified metaphorically speaking, if you don't make improvements, if you just suck and you just keep sucking, then yeah, you're going to ruin your, your, your sub I, it's not going to go well for you. But if you make the improvements, you're going to be fine. No one expects a med student to be perfect. They do expect a med student to take initiative to improve. You do that to be in great shape. 
and and by the way, Dr. Chisami Kioni, I rather you I rather this happen to you now than your first year residency because your first year residency is quite different. When they're paying you to work, expecting you to type your notes and present, and you can't. Even then, it's still training, but at least you have these four weeks with two and a half weeks left to adjust and fix yourself. So I'm happy they gave you feedback. Now, as far as LOR, you gotta you gotta definitely let us know. Reach out to us how you do with, for the next two and a half weeks because again, you don't want to ask for LOR from a position that really hasn't seen you at your best um, performance. So if you just knock out the next two and a half weeks because you posted it 20, uh, 16, sorry, 16 hours ago, then there's no, there's no reason why you wouldn't be able to get a stellar LOR. So push hard, my friend, and it will pay off, guaranteed. Let us know. Absolutely. Good luck. And um, I'm actually going to write, uh, I'm going to type in a response right after we finish filming, just in case this is not seen in time. I want to make sure this person actually gets okay. the help they need. All right, next question. Serious. What are people's plans for webcams lighting this interview season? Okay, not that serious, but okay. I definitely know I need a better webcam than my expletive laptop. You guys are just, you guys are a bunch of potty mouths. So any budget recommendations would be appreciated. But as far as backgrounds and lighting, I'm not sure how hard people are trying to go for this. What are everyone's thoughts? What do you think? So being that this is your future and being that when you meet these individuals, individuals meaning physicians, residents, attendings on the committee, wouldn't you want to have a nice crystal clear camera? Wouldn't, don't you run out, I'm not saying you're an Apple or a Samsung fanatic, but when there's a brand new phone, people run out to get these, these quality phones. The, the difference between one candidate versus the other can be as simple as a blurry picture, crystal picture, nice background. This is your future, so why not invest some money it's not that expensive. Go on Amazon. There's different cameras you can get, different lightings. We use lightings. We have more studio lightings. That's a whole different story. There's one opportunity to make a big difference on exam day, which is your day of interviewing, right? If you're going to walk in, let's say it was pre-pandemic, you're walking in live. Wouldn't you have a nice suit? Wouldn't you be dressed, they dressed to, the, to, to, the, to the nines, right? To the nines, the tens? The, the nines, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I thought we were going to say to the tens. <laughs> I don't know, nines, tens to feel good, look good, right? So now this is a time where you're using these cameras. So invest some money, get a nice webcam, get some decent lighting, check it out a couple of times, maybe, you know, uh, reach out to your family, friends, colleagues, and yes, see privacy. how it looks before you do it on, on game day. That's all, I mean, that's all I would say. So um, you're probably gonna be surprised to hear this, but number one, they know most students are using their computers, which is okay. The difference between, so unless you have a really old computer, I bet you your webcam is a lot better than you think it is. Yep. The difference between a crappy picture and a really good picture. I mean, I have, I have some, some, some lighting on me. The picture is fine. This is going to be more than enough for um, demonstrating to the PD or whoever's interviewing you uh, a clear picture of who you are. Um, but the lighting is what can make a world of a difference, a world of a difference. So instead of, and I know Dr. Stavro said invest in a camera. So if you do have a, a really old laptop and the quality is actually poor, you have to invest in something better. But the thing that can make a huge difference is proper lighting. You can go on Amazon and you can get, uh, you know, very cheap lights. You can get them in like a pack of four or five and then like literally place them one, two, three, four, five around you and you want light on your face. You also want, you know, a, a relatively clean background. You don't want, you know, 
your entire house behind you with dirty dishes piled up or, or laundry piled up on the sofa. Have something very blank in the background, but lighting will make a world of a difference. So, I mean, you could even just go to Walmart, get a bunch of um, really cheap lights and just have them all around you. It'll make so much difference. But I would recommend spend 100, 120 bucks on Amazon getting actual studio lights, but just the discount versions, nice soft white lights um, that will make you seem so professional. I'll even show you what they look just like this. Those little lights. Yeah, that's I, it. Get, I get like four or five of them in a box for a hundred bucks and you just put them all around you. You could get a ring light as well. Ring lights are great, but you're going to spend about a hundred plus on those. We have those as well. Um, yeah, but, but if you have a decent uh, computer, spend money on lighting. Lighting will make, that's why it, you have people go to school for years to learn how to properly light for film because lighting makes the movie. Lighting can make it seem romantic. Lighting can make it seem aggressive. Lighting can make it seem funny. Lighting is huge. So pay attention to your lighting. Remember, uh, you've seen that video, I think it was a year ago, a little while ago, the guy was being, he had, he was on an interview and next thing you know, a little, the little kid comes in from the back and his his wife runs in from the back and tries to grab the little kid. So he's trying to, didn't see that, <laughs> he's trying to conduct the interview and all of a sudden you see the kid running in, the wife's coming in, she's doing this and he's like, just so embarrassed. Again, a little tip, if you're going to be interviewing this year, guys, find a spot in your house, lock the door. If you have kids, if you have loved ones running around, you don't want anybody coming in while you're being interviewed with your um, future residents and uh, attendings. So. I, would, I would just second that tip with, if you can, go somewhere um, where you're alone. Like if, you have, if your parents or you have friends who are local, go there if they don't make sure they don't have kids or dogs or anything, or ask your wife to take the kids to the park if you have kids or you know, if you're at home with your parents, make it very clear that you have an interview that could be life changing. And sure. you need absolute quiet. And if you can't trust your family to do that, get out of the house, go somewhere else and do it somewhere quiet. There's lots of, you could even, um, you know, there's opportunities where you, you could rent like an office for a day. There's opportunities in all relatively big cities, you know, Regis, uh, there's the WeWorks. There's lots of opportunities for you to get, you know, spending a hundred bucks for an hour at a WeWork um, for the quiet could be a huge difference. So don't, don't neglect the, the importance of quiet and lack of disturbance. Two students uh, last year rented out Airbnbs or got a hotel. They go, listen, I didn't want to be home. I didn't like the lighting. So I got a room for the day and you know, they just they had scheduled in advance and it looked like a nice professional. There's so many yeah. ways. But yeah, lighting, lighting. If I could give you one <laughs> word, lighting. <laughs> All, right. All right. The last one. Let's go. Let's okay. So uh, this is you or me. Um, I could take it and I'll throw it to you. Okay, sure. All right. I don't really, serious. I don't really know where to start. So it's a common theme among students. So, hello. So I'm a sixth semester, third year medical student from Colombia. Since I started medical school, my plan was to do undergrad studies in my country and the residency in the United States. I've tried reading a lot of guides, articles and stuff, but most of them are not clear and it's getting kind of overwhelming. I start my clinical training January 2021, congrats to that, a couple months from now, and want to at least get done with step one as soon as possible. I don't really know what resources should I use to study, Anki, UWorld, um, and all that, but how? As you may have noticed by all this information, I'm a bit lost on this journey, so any links maybe to a similar post, info, guides, or steps for IMGs, any, anyone um, 
uh, has uh, would help me immensely. Maybe other international students who want to do the same thing. From medical underscore Doritos, I enjoyed Doritos too. This is a um, so where where to start? So first things first. We have an ebook, 20 pages. It's 100% free. I'm going to put it up on the screen right now. Yes. Use the link in the description below or just the link right on this. It's residencyroadmap.com. Lays out everything you need to use, the tools and the strategy. When it comes to prep for step one for CK and just getting through med school in general, we all know what tools to use. You just listed them. Anki, UWorld, you know, your notes from class. The strategy is where you either make or break your results. So it's a little challenging since you're gonna be doing rotations to study for step one. My first recommendation for every single student, if we can avoid it, is don't start rotations until you've done step one. And the reason why is simple. Step one is a full-time job. So is doing rotations. So if you are going to be doing rotations while you're studying for step one, what you're basically doing to yourself is giving yourself a part-time score. Yeah. So. If you want a part-time result, put in part-time work. And that's what you're doing because there's no way you can study eight to 10 hours a day and do your rotations. My recommendation, if possible, so you're starting your clinicals in January, 2021, get done with step one before that. You have time. Another thing is you, we need to give you a strategy. And luckily, we also have a free eight-week study plan that includes step-by-step -step strategies every single day is laid out for eight weeks. I tell you what to do, what to review. So I tell you what you world questions to do, how to create notes, how to review your notes, how to implement uh, spaced repetition. I give you do this, do this, do this, do this. It's 100% free. It's an eight week plan. I'll put a link to that in the description below as well. Instead of just talking for hours and hours, hours, which we always do for YouTube and for Instagram, uh, go and download those two resources. I think they will make your life a lot easier. The reason why I created both was because the question you asked, we get asked this all the time. Yeah. Why not just create something, give it away for free so I can help you guys. Obviously, you haven't come across our stuff on YouTube, but also check out our YouTube channel. We have tons of strategy because we understand the tools are there. You guys need strategy. That's what our YouTube is. That's what our Instagram is. Follow us on Instagram. Our, our handles are here on the page. Follow us both learn from us. But those two resources I just gave you, which are hundred percent free. So if you're watching this uh, medical underscore Doritos or anybody else is watching this and you know what tools to use, you know, the usuals, you world, uh, first aid, Anki, all that stuff, but you don't know how to actually strategize, download the two resources below. I'll put them in the first two lines. These will be invaluable to you. This is stuff that no one puts out there and yeah. we did for free because we deal with this all the time. And you know, another thing is if you, you, it kind of sounds like you're stuck on the whole journey. Reach out to us and book a call with us because our residency roadmap program is designed for students just like you who, you know, are a little lost. Also, you're an FMG or an IMG. Um, you might need some extra help and book a call with us. We can get on the phone with you, see if you're a fit for our program. And if you're, if we think you are, we can invite you on. But otherwise, those two resources we just meant, I just mentioned will help you 95% of the way. So do that first and foremost, and then reach out to us if you have questions. So Anything to add? A, we have a couple of students from Columbia, which is awesome because we do, yeah. They meet them and they actually intertwine in our program. So now they're really good friends. <clears throat> and two, for those out there that love sweets, think of it as baking a cake, right? We all know how to bake a cake to a point. So I'll give you the ingredients. Here's a list. Those are the resources. Now, I won't tell you the time. 
the temperature, how to bake it, and when it'll be ready. Same kind of thing. You ask 10 different students, how'd you study for step one? They'll give you the ingredients, the resources. They're all the same, but they won't sit down with you and break step by step, not only have a study plan, but then give you feedback when the study plan worked at first, but now maybe you need more time to study, less time to read, more time to do questions. It's an ongoing thing, week by week, month by month. So it's August, you posted it two days ago. You can get up and running and literally take step one before December, before the new year, so then you can give yourself a solid chance of scoring well and then putting all the heart and all your emotion into your first rotation, so. Yeah, and you know, if everyone says use, use UWorld, use first aid, if it was as easy as that, everyone would be crushing the exam, but they're not, right? So you know the strategy is important. So do what uh, we both recommended, and I think you'll be well on your way to uh, you know, making it to where you want to be. All right. Anything else you want to add, Dr. Starbrooks? No, awesome, Doc. I'm happy you reached out through the Reddit and looking forward to hopefully uh, having you reach out to us. And let's, let's get it going, work together to get you to that next stage. Absolutely. So thank you all for stopping by. We really appreciate your time. Before you leave, if you haven't yet done so, please hit the like button, subscri subscribe, uh, set up notifications so that we can send you alerts every time we release a new video. Thank you all for stopping by. We will see you on the next episode. Thank you all for listening. I hope you found that to be helpful. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram at RealDrPaul and you can follow Dr. Stavros at RealDrStavros. I hope you found this episode to be helpful. If you did, please don't forget to leave us a five-star rating and leave a review so we know if you're finding the show to be helpful. We thank you for listening to the show. We know that you could be anywhere right now, but you've decided to spend your time with us. And for that, we're forever grateful. Thank you all for stopping by. We'll see you on the next episode.